Welcome to Winning at Wealth, where we throw the Wall Street jargon in the garbage, promote a healthy money mindset, and equip you with the tools necessary for you to win at wealth. I'm your host, John Burdett, and I'm so excited you've decided to spend this time with me. Now let's get to it. The following program is sponsored by Fourth Avenue Financial, which is solely responsible for its content. John K. Burdett II is not providing investment, legal, or tax advice. Welcome to Winning at Wealth. I'm your host, John Burdett, and I have a very special guest with me today. If you're listening to this as the podcast, rather than viewing it on the YouTube channel, it'll be more like a mystery guest to you. I have with me an eight-week-old puppy named Rosie. Rosie is a cavapoo, and she's already plenty spoiled. One of the great things about having your own business is that you can bring your dog to work with you. Our last dog, Gracie, came to work with me for years, and she was a big hit with the clients. So Rosie has some pretty big shoes to fill. At this point, some of you have already fallen in love with Rosie, and some of you may be thinking, that's a nice dog, but I thought I was here to learn about finances. Have no fear. Stick with me a few more minutes, and I'll do my best to connect the dots from this cute puppy to an important lesson in personal finance. I took Rosie out the first night we had her to start housebreaking right away. She seemed to be catching on quickly, and I'm hopeful the accidents will be few and far between. I carried her outside and placed her on the ground, and she took a few tentative steps and never got more than a couple feet away from me. In the darkness, I heard the familiar sound of rustling leaves that the deer make as they scamper through the yard. In an instant, Rosie took off faster than I'd ever seen her go, towards the front door to escape the perceived danger. I scooped her up to calm her down and let a little time pass until we ventured back out into the scary yard. As I thought about this incident, I wondered what thoughts were going on in Rosie's head? What previous experiences could this pampered pooch have had to even begin to know what the possible danger could be? I guess it really comes down to the basic survival instinct. It's a natural drive to react first to protect yourself when faced with an unknown situation. I certainly knew the deer running through the yard were not a threat to us, but to Rosie, they could have been a hungry monster ready to gobble her up. This instinct is not an assurance that you'll react properly in every situation, but that you'll react towards self-preservation and then determine what the risks are from a position of safety. Okay, John, cute dog story, but I still don't see the financial lesson. Just trust me, it's in there. I think it's safe to say that even as humans, we have this basic survival instinct. I'm sure early cave dwellers reacted in much the same way as Rosie when hearing a noise in the dark. I doubt they went around poking at the bushes trying to figure out if a lion was ready to pounce. I feel certain they took action to protect themselves before determining if the threat was real or only perceived. If not for this instinct, many more of our ancestors would have turned into a tasty snack for the wild beast roaming the countryside. Of course, in our modern world, we're not too concerned about the lion hiding in the bushes, but we still possess the instinct of self-preservation. You know this if you've ever walked down an unfamiliar street or a dark wooded path alone. Your senses are heightened, your eyes are wide, your heart beats a little faster, 
just in case your situation requires fast action, you're ready. You naturally react first, and you think through the situation from a position of safety. I think it's probable that these very instincts that are designed to protect us may actually work against us when making investment decisions. Study after study shows how the individual investor usually lags behind the long-term averages. A great example of this is when the Fidelity Magellan Mutual Fund, managed by Peter Lynch in the 1980s, this fund was a superstar of the decade, posting an average return of more than 14%. When the outcome of the individual fund investor was examined, it was discovered that they captured only about a third of the fund's decade average. It was determined that the reason for this was that the investors were riding an emotional roller coaster by panic selling when the fund was in a downturn and piling in the investment dollars when the fund was near the peak. In this example, there was no line hiding in the bushes waiting to gobble up the investor, but most likely some kind of news story that made the investor worry that the market would move against them. The individual investor, when hearing the concerning news, did basically the same thing that my puppy Rosie did at the sound of the rustling leaves. They took quick action to flee to the safety of cash and abandoned their long-term investment strategy. Once it was determined that the risks were managed and the fear had passed, they piled their money back into the market investment. As you can see, the self-preservation strategy is very beneficial in keeping us safe from physical harm, but it's very destructive to your financial well-being. So if we're hardwired to make poor investment decisions, how do we overcome this obstacle? It's not easy to go against the natural instincts that has ensured human survival for thousands of years. To do this, I believe you have to have a clear understanding of your investments and how they work in your long-term financial plan. We can logically look at the stock market and understand that there is volatility, but that over time, ownership of profitable companies can be very rewarding. We also know that money needed in the short term should not be placed in a volatile market. This is why it's so important to understand your individual goals and to match your chosen investment tool to your unique financial job. If you do this appropriately, the fear of a market downturn affecting your lifestyle in the short term is greatly minimized. Yes, your long-term investments may go down for a period of time, but you should not be in a position to need the money until the market has the opportunity to recover. Warren Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway, has fallen more than 50% in value four times since he's been at the home. At no time did he panic, and at no time were his short-term lifestyle needs placed at risk. He had a plan, he understood his investments, and he stuck with that for the long term. Basically, you should behave more like Warren Buffett and less like a skittish puppy. That's how you win at wealth. See, I told you I'd finally get to the financial lesson. Thanks for joining me today. And if you'll excuse me, I need to go take care of Rosie. Thanks for listening to the Winning at Wealth podcast today. I'm John Burdett, your host, and I'd like to introduce you to the Winning at Wealth system. You can join the many others that have made the decision to take control of their financial life. You'll find resources and the support you need to write your own Winning at Wealth story. 
The Winning at Wealth system includes resources to answer questions on budgeting, debt management, savings, investments, insurance, real estate, and much more. You'll discover how money really works so you can have the proper perspective to make great financial decisions. The Winning at Wealth system also includes access to a private community and a monthly group Zoom with me. Take your Winning at Wealth step today for only $297 for the system and three-month access to the private community. Join at winningatwealth.com. Meanwhile, you can find me at Winning at Wealth Podcast on Instagram, and I'll be back to chat here next week. The preceding program is sponsored by Fourth Avenue Financial, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. Fourth Avenue Financial, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by John K. Burdett II should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on this show is not intended to be used by any person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax penalties that may be imposed on such person, and each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. John K. Burdett II is not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation of an offer to buy securities.